listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. All right, Gambino is a mastermind. Fuck a bitch to pass the time. Mass appeal, orange rind, smoke your green. I'm spending mine. This beat is witch's brew, but beware this shit is potent. E.E. Cummins on her face. Now that's poetry in motion. Yeah, Gambino make it work. I'm the boss. Move something. Yeah, this cool fucking suits me. Swag two buttons. Yeah, these girls be acting crazy when they're dancing black swan. I ain't fucking at the club. Put your clubs back on. Yeah, this beat is a disaster. 911 this track. Rappers wanna battle me. I have to mail their ass back. And my click is like that dinero, so it's time to meet the fuckers. I'm running this bitch. You are just a dog walker. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house. Yes, on, we are. What's today? Tuesday. Yes, it is. Flash Tuesday. Yes, and OJ Tuesday. Part two with the juice. Yeah, the that's juice a good show. Is loose. Yes, he is. Even though Cuba Gooden Jr. ain't don't ain't a good OJ. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's time for that Jesus to get Lizus. Yes. Real quick. Um, so yeah, let's uh go ahead and do this. Um, first of all, this is the Blackout Tips. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, uh, all these other places, wherever you find Owen Benjamin's podcast, you can find our shit too. Leave us five star reviews uh let us know that you like the show Who's and uh, Benjamin? we'll get to that okay motherfucker. uh <laughs> but, uh leave us five star reviews and we like them we'll read them on the show on saturday the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 419 that bobby Schroeder has been locked up in jail with no bail uh situation working for his favor you know at all poor thing it's a sad sad day when you have to realize what's going on with him um there's all kinds of news going on but i say we just get right into the you know what what we really here for which is that um beyonce still making them mad oh yeah 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 uh we talked about it yesterday and you and you brought up a good point you was like when you just look at it and you look at all the blackness you go yeah they they they're not gonna like this at all yeah so i mean i feel like today is the day for just unflinching blackness you know started off with me uh i heard uh cam newton give his thoughts uh today uh let me see if i can play those for everybody uh cam newton gave his spot his thoughts on the uh press conference that everybody was so upset with him by uh so let's see what he had to say you know, like, like I say, before you are quick to assume anything, what makes your way right? Any last message to fans? Your, your fans, any last message? We will be back. And I mean that. Like, we will be back. I mean, I say that with so much emphasis. And, you know, if I offended somebody, that's cool. But I know who I am, and I'm not about to conform nor bend for anybody's expectations because your or anybody else's expectations would never exceed mine. So much about that is so good to me. Uh, the yeah, first ain't no, I'm sorry. That that's all they wanted was a my bad, I'm sorry, and they didn't get that. And like he said, what makes your way right? Yeah, uh, I like when he said your or anybody's expectations will never exceed mine. Right. That you know what? I don't think people really understand once you get to a certain level 
of excellence that you place upon yourself or you like at the top of whatever it is the reason why you got there is because your expectation has always been higher than anybody could have ever placed on you particularly being black because a lot of times you have vision goals and dreams we do y'all people don't expect you to ever meet them a lot of times even our own people but you have visions and goals and dreams that you kind of map out and you're like, well, I'm going to reach this. Okay, I reached this goal. What can I do next? Okay, I reached this goal. What can I do next? And it's just one of those things where I couldn't even imagine the expectations that he's placed upon himself. And w- once you get to this level and you don't meet your goal, all it does is make you even more determined. And also, if you're dealing with somebody like Cam and um, Venus, people who constantly win, they don't take losses very well. Um, m- most people don't take losses well, but they really don't take losses well. Um, a lot of times they're more hurt and distraught and crushed than the fans. And I think sometimes people have a, have a tendency to forget we cheer, we support, but we're not actually out there on the field. That's Mm -hmm. a completely different, uh, thing. And it's just one of those things where, um, other athletes, uh, particularly in Supo are allowed to do all this stuff. You had Peyton Man didn't even go out there and, uh, talk to, um, uh, the, uh, Drew Brees, he walked the fuck off the field. There was not this criticism. You have Tom Brady. Tom Brady made the media wait fucking 45 minutes before he said a goddamn word. You did not get this criticism. It's fucking racism. At the end of the day, all week long, it was, you black, you black, you know you black, right? We gonna remind you, you black, right? You black, right? You black. And it was just one of those things where, in my personal opinion, from the very beginning, they never wanted Cam Newton there. They didn't want him to win MVP. They had to vote on him because he exceeded so well that it would have been fucking insane to vote for somebody else, not because they wanted him to win MVP. Because initially, it was cute when the Carolina Panthers was winning. Then once they began to win, and once Cam's um numbers began to match MVP status, all of a sudden, Cam being cute began to criticizing because it was like, let me do whatever I can not to vote him for MVP. And well, th- and this is how I really feel about the whole situation because to me, when it comes to Cam, it's all it, it's always been about race. It's ever since uh, he was in college, everything has always been about race because he smiles is a problem. Um, Aaron Rodgers can go out there and fucking hump the air and got a whole get paid to do the fucking discount double check. No problem, okay? No problem. Get millions of dollars from State Farm to do this. Not a problem. Cam got them smiles. They're talking about he, he does a dab. That and, and my thing is that what he does, everything he does is blackness. And anything blackness is something wrong with everything that he does because it represents blackness. White people can do the same thing. Other quarterbacks can do the same thing Cam Newton was doing. It's not a problem. Just like um the dude from um New England. Um, Grunk can go out there and show his motherfucking ass, hump a woman in her face on fucking television, and there's not this outrage. And I think that um, when it comes to Cam Newton, Cam Newton is like, yeah, y'all mad. I know you mad, but you know what? You're going to have to deal with me. And the media does not like people telling them that they're going to have to deal with me mm-hmm. at yeah. the end of the day, particularly being black. Mm-hmm. Now, white folks can tell them that, and it's, and it's cute, and it's funny, and we laugh. Yeah, Tom Brady can put um, Tom Brady can put an actual picture up of, I mean, like a, a hat for Donald Trump behind him, a man who is inciting hate speech all throughout this country, and just say, I don't feel like talking about it, and we, we just have to understand. He just don't want to talk about it, guys. The end. 
right we just that's that's the i mean he said what he had to say guys there's no need to question that no need to wonder what's going on none of that shit right we just we just go okay that's a reasonable stance um what was funny to me i thought about this yesterday and i wrote this on facebook but you know we our sports show balls deep we cover sports every week and you know we typically talk about a bunch of issues that kind of get passed over glossed over in the media because most people kind of want to talk about the same four or five stories you know that espn is talking about oh, fucking and, week you know and to me that's not um this is not fun no but uh also there's just so many stories that, almost like human interest stories that get passed over um and so i wrote this on facebook in the past week in the nfl news we found out that peyton manning sent uh private eyes who pretended to be the police possibly <laughs> right to the house of the person who snitched on him for possibly using hgh then the man quickly changed his story to say oh, i was lying i made it all up even though the details worked out and he did receive a shipment to his house from that clinic but he's saying it's for his wife okay but still nothing to see here story's gone away right you didn't even question him a fucking whole goddamn week this story's been there a whole before the super bowl this story's been there not one question on the podium about this shit you didn't ask nobody cared yeah it's uh media week two weeks during the super bowl and it didn't come up once not one time dog. Not, not one journalist felt the need to ask payment about that no but you got the need to ask cam newton why he wearing socks with sandals uh johnny manzel hit his girlfriend for the second time in his, the past few months as the nfl decided not to suspend him for a second uh <laughs> they also closed the investigation in record time and said if the police don't do anything that we can't do anything um meanwhile you know when the thing happened with ray rice that was not they definitely went above and beyond what the police did right uh when the case was dismissed against uh against um greg hardy they went above and beyond what the police did but in this case hey nothing to see here he's fine which leads to him hitting her again this time she says he hit her so hard she lost hearing in her ear she didn't want to press charges which could be a sign that it's chronic abuse by the way but whatever um that's neither here nor there apparently Deion sanders who works for the nfl was on tv saying that it was basically the woman's fault because johnny's in love and she's a distraction to him and that was fine monte ball uh monte ball beat up his girlfriend allegedly uh he didn't catch a felony for it but he did get it uh he went to court about it today this happened last week uh joseph randall got caught with uh i think a dui while speeding told the police well my career is over while getting arrested nobody covered that rob gronkowski like you said grinded on that female sports anchor live on the air we get mad about cam's dancing but somehow rob gronkowski grinding on a female sports anchor for the second time kind of because he twerked on jamel hill as well that's cool he's just such a fun loving guy why the double standard you know uh ryan murphy got sent home from the super bowl he's on the practice squad of denver broncos because he and his brother got caught in a prostitution scene where his brothers basically took the rap and said hey it was just me i was just trying to get these prostitutes and but they still sent ryan murphy home for hey you wrong place wrong time florida state paid Jameis winston who's you know uh nfl rookie this year uh just finished his first season right they paid his alleged victim almost a million dollars to go away yes they did uh to which mitch album said that she should have gave the money to charity if she wants people to believe her but okay 
that happened on espn as well des bryant said he would love to have greg hardy back on the cowboys despite rumors that greg party too much so the cowboys don't want him that's right they don't have the issues with any of the domestic violence shit they have a or his unrepentant attitude the problem is he partied too much during the season yeah that was the real problem that's what they say that's the um, real issue but the thing that we're gonna walk away from this week talking about is cam newton not sitting long enough at a press conference right that's the news that will <laughs> that will last <laughs> will drive a lasting impression of what the nfl is and that is in a nutshell what is wrong with the game according to a lot of people that tarnished the legacy of the nfl none of this other shit did and that's the nfl in a nutshell and that's the issue with fans and the media so anyway um that shit happened um the other thing that happened was uh but yo i love that cam didn't apologize me either because fuck him right because you're gonna be mad no matter what and he realizes that that's the thing people that that don't like you and don't approve of you and your lifestyle and you just being black ain't gonna like you no matter what the fuck you do i don't care how straight laced you are they're not gonna like you i don't care how being yourself you are they're not gonna like you so you might as well live your life for you and fuck them mm-hmm. fuck them you'll drive um, yourself crazy living for other people right um so yeah it's it's kind of funny how um how the shit works because cam basically didn't back down he doubled down and what i saw today was a lot of people that either have been silent or a little bit nervous on the fringe finally being like oh yeah no i i i like it because people were saying like you know he didn't handle it well and i'm disappointed in him and all this shit and then he says that and i'm like yeah that who says your way is the right way you know why like he's not gonna conform he's not gonna change he is going to just do him and either you fuck with him or don't but honestly most people that don't like him weren't ever going to come around no matter what happened no matter what dog so it's just what it is you don't have to worry about it you know so that's that's what it is you know people like people can try to you know manipulate it one way or the other but nah dog this is is that easy now let's talk about this beyonce stuff you know um i had time today (laughs) oh shit (laughs) you had time today i had time today you know um things happen sometimes where like a little birdie tells me something and i'm like Hmm, what is this you know um it's uh it was funny because there's been so much backlash against beyonce um we covered it yesterday some of it you know fox news uh said her her show was anti-police and wants to wants to hurt people and shit meanwhile if you watch the fucking video there's not there's not a weapon in the video at all there's no calls to violence in the in the video nope the lyrics of the video do not say anything about police she never said the word cop (laughs) ever the only thing in the video that would even talk about police is there's a police car that she's singing on top of and then there's um which gets drowned i guess in the waters of new orleans like katrina um right there's also a um 
a, a kid in a hoodie who dances in front of the police and the police put their hands up at the end as it almost like hands up don't shoot and then on the on the on graffiti in graffiti it just says stop shooting us that's it it doesn't say shoot the cops it doesn't say let's uh let's incite our, let's have some violence it says stop shooting us that's it white people just don't know how to handle it nope something is not centered around them they lose their fucking mind yeah i didn't even bother reading the white woman who wrote the beyonce's formation isn't about me and that's okay because i actually don't need her approval either i don't care you know what i mean technically it's not about me either as a black man even though i'm you know black men are in the video but it's really black girl time and there's really only one rule to black girl time which is shut the fuck up when it's black girl time if you don't have anything good to say you can shut the fuck up that, you know what and i wish more dudes would follow that fucking rule yeah if you see women partying particularly black women let them be they don't give a fuck if you approve they don't give a fuck if you disapprove they don't give a goddamn if you think it's corny they don't give a damn if you think it's stereotypical black woman shit they give zero fucks let them women be happy let them be happy because guess what when it's your time for football when it's your time for wwe when it's your time for whatever the fuck that you watch you go and you party and you have a good time but yet when shit ain't about you we got to deal with you coming in and shitting on whatever it is that we doing we don't give a fuck about your opinion because this shit ain't about you Mm Mhm. but you know they gotta they it's like everybody sees black women partying and tries to make it about them right you know um it which is so wild because it doesn't have to be and it's not and other people have their moments and we let them have them right you know there's plenty of shit that is not really centered around anything but whiteness right like the entire show mad man it's just a white experience like yeah there's no room for us there it gets acclaim it gets appreciation black people tune in with knowing that it's not about us and it's not our story and it's fine but yet whenever beyonce drops something you got white feminists that get mad because she ain't doing feminism the right way that they would like to see it Mm -hmm. you know you like you just have all these people trying to make it about them you have men mad because they don't like the idea of a woman being independent and standing up for herself and shit right you know like they don't like this shit but it's it's so funny to see people you know go to that extent when they could have shut the fuck up right that's uh you know and i feel like that's always an option and it's just one of those things particularly when it comes to black women people have a tendency to forget a lot of times with us we get criticizing from both sides we get sexism and we get racism um from uh white people and from black people too particularly Mm -hmm. black men and it's just one of those things where even when it comes to black women get shot you know what for some reason dudes have to make it about them Mm -hmm. and it's nothing wrong with shit happening to black men guess what we're gonna be there to love you and support you but when shit happens to us we 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 don't get that same consideration we're not allowed just to be free we're not allowed just to enjoy we're not allowed just to be ourselves it's like anything we do especially if it makes us happy has to have some ashy ass nigga come in there and say how it ain't shit how you fitting stereotypes how your mom ain't shit how your grandma ain't shit and everything about you and your people is is wrong and we looking at him like nigga ain't your mama black what are we talking about here right you know so i get it you know like 
it as far as um people people want to center it around themselves people want to make themselves important but they just don't realize not everything's about you and not everybody gives a fuck about your opinion right especially when it's uneducated and wrong right that that and for me it's just for the fact of particularly when it comes to black women everybody else gets their rights gets their time to party everybody else gets their time to be free but when it comes to us we're constantly putting these boxes we're constantly putting these chains we're constantly told how whatever it is that we're doing is dumb and it's stupid and it's silly well also down former new york city mayor rudy giuliani slamming beyonce why is it still going is it doing it on both these parties? Anyway, um, formation. I mean, people are going crazy about that. Why is it still going? <laughs> oh, maybe it's on this page too. Hold on, there we go. All right, but yeah, um, you know what it is though. I was gonna say is you get accused of being exclusionary, celebrating yourself and your differentness. Now, what's funny is we don't say that about like Chinese New Year, right? Chinese New Year was this year was today or last night, right? The year of the monkey um we don't go well it's chinese new year but that's i mean what about all the people that's not chinese why can't we celebrate chinese new year with y'all why can't we you know had a year of the monkey and change our calendars and people are like because that's ridiculous why it's, it's theirs why would we care right when um you know as yom kippur we don't go oh well you know why why don't i get the day off of work you know you can call out of work today because it's your holiday but why can't i we understand that shit ain't about us but whenever black women want to say like i don't know black girls are magic or uh black girls rock we got to get the white well white girls why why y'all can't why y'all excluding white girls why white girls can't rock too why don't white girls get to be magic why don't like what you literally have a misunderstanding of what it means to have empowerment that is not anti anybody else <laughs> right and it's and part of that is just white supremacy's fault like white people don't have the wherewithal uh to understand that unless they are actually interested in learning that like right if you're not interested in learning that learning that you'll never get it just like male privilege i'll never get some you know like there's shit that happens for men that if you never think about it you'll never understand why it's different for women you just know it's different and you assume that's how it's supposed to be right but with what but with 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 white people when it comes to race they don't understand why the black panthers creating a foundation creating a group that feeds people that uh arms people for self-defense because the the police were rampantly violent and uh attacking black people as a as an extension of the government right they don't understand that those two things are different than the kkk come on now they don't understand shit like that because they well not all white people but obviously the ones that don't want to understand it and don't think about it very much they have zero ability to grasp that they only think of white of supremacy in white terms because whenever there's a white supremacy organization or a white pride organization it always means to get rid of everything else black pride is not is not that it is saying we are equal to that we deserve protection from that we are also proud of ourselves and there's nothing wrong with that because we live in a society that constantly tries to belittle us and tell us that there is something wrong with that for example 
formation formations main message is to love ourselves is that we get to party and we get to have a good time but also we deserve to not be shot in the street like dogs you know (laughs) that 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 we deserve to have the same equality that having money doesn't make me less black like i'm not exempt from the shit that happens to other black people it doesn't erase my blackness nope you know what i mean like the the fact is you know um beyonce's recognition of this is a slap in the face to many white people that viewed her as the exception as the exceptional negro they feel hurt it is a rejection of this status it is a it is saying i like my men black i like my body black i like my hair black i like my baby i like my community black i like my child black and they don't see that and go well that's okay too what they see is well then you're just racist and why is it okay for you to love yourself as a black person but it's not okay for me to love whiteness as a white person it's like well historically the love of whiteness has never there's never been a time where you couldn't love whiteness come on come on now But, but historically the people that start vocally loving whiteness also do to do so to the exclusion of blackness and otherness and everything that's not whiteness to the you know the eradication of these things Mm -hmm. when you say white power there's aryan motherfuckers wanting to kill people when you say you know when you have an organization like the ku klux klan about white supremacy they drive black people off of their property they lynch black people they kill black people you know they kill our children for whistling at a white woman that's what white supremacy does that ain't the same as putting a black fist up in the air that ain't the same you know but they would try to make these things equal so that they could have something to rally against but it just shows how ignorant then how much a lack of understanding they have right you know so for the people that think beyonce is anti-police no she's pro-police doing a motherfucking job come on now she's pro-police not killing us she's pro-black people having equality and that's scary to them because they don't want to live in a world where a black person has equality they haven't thought about that shit that's scary to them you know in a world where we have the second amendment we have militias taking over government facilities in oregon mm-hmm. people talking about they scared of the black panthers what's the difference between the black panthers they got guns they ain't shooting nobody i thought we had the second amendment in this country oh so you cool with the second amendment till a nigga get a gun right then it's a threat right so anyway beyonce kind of spoke out about it or at least for the first time broke her silence on formation she got interviewed by entertainment tonight's kevin frazier um well she said it makes me proud talking about the song in the performance she went on to say that she hoped the song would go on to make a positive impact in people's lives i wanted people to feel proud and have love for themselves mm, you know the missing words in this i want it black people to feel proud <laughs> oh white people so mad ain't for you white folks and while beyonce's formation was definitely a highlight of the whole night the singer said that her personal favorite party was something else uh the best part was seeing Coldplay after their recent collaboration for him for the weekend um uh, we're not surprised that Coldplay and beyonce have so much love for each other 
uh of course rudy giuliani slammed her said he thought it was outrageous the halftime show i thought was ridiculous anyway i don't know what the heck it was a bunch of people bouncing around and all the strange things it was terrible this is football not hollywood i thought it was really outrageous that she used it as a platform to attack police officers who are the people who protect her and protect us and keep us alive not all of us they don't keep all of us alive pick up a paper motherfucker and what we should be doing in the african-american community all the communities build up respect for police officers and focus on the fact that when something does go wrong okay we'll work on that but the vast majority of police officers risk their lives to keep us safe yeah something's going wrong it's always going wrong to us though come on now why something going wrong always gotta be going wrong in our neighborhood right to our children it's not a fucking game, dog. right? And just your phrasing and uh, does it go wrong? Okay, no, I'm a, it's not okay. That's the problem. It's not okay, and you don't change shit until you're forced to change shit, right? You know, it's just it's amazing. It's just amazing the leaps they go through to try to turn what she said into some anti-police rhetoric. None of that's in there. No, they make they making shit up. They go, this is some blackity black 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 shit, and I don't care yeah uh beyonce um also pissed off a gop congressman who wrote a lengthy five paragraph statement denouncing beyonce's new video oh they mad ain't they Mm-hmm. Woo. five paragraphs what the five fuck is that goddamn important and you know what when beyonce made the song she knew she was gonna get all this backlash so she was like yeah they gonna talk about me i already know it but i don't care Mm-hmm. like you literally have to have that attitude when you do something like this you gotta say you gotta really have a fucking attitude because mm-hmm. if you don't you'll snap yep uh you know which is why this it's the same way as cam newton right same shit if you're gonna be your most authentic black self you just need to be prepared there's gonna be a backlash and people gonna be mad at you and i love when people are just ready to handle it like all right <laughs> cam knew what he say uh if if i offended anyone that's cool <laughs> right what more is there to say <laughs> hey that's cool you know what i mean like what is there to say dog fine yeah, Representative Pete King, Republican, New York, released a lengthy statement on Monday condemning Beyonce's latest video and the media for embracing it. Beyonce may be a gifted entertainer, but no one should really care what she thinks about any serious issue confronting our nation, King said. Beyonce released her new video formation. Well, if you don't care, why are you writing five paragraphs about it? Come on, you care, you care. It's my favorite. I don't care, but I'm going to talk about it. Right. Shut the fuck up if you don't care obviously you do and it's one of those things where you're gonna use this as a jumping off point for some other bullshit but go ahead the mainstream the mainstream media's acceptance of her pro-black panther and anti-cop video formation and her super bowl appearance is just one more example of how acceptable it has become to be anti-police when it is the men and women in blue who put their lives on the line for all of us and deserve our strong support not all of us nope hashtag not not all of us hashtag not brown people right we put our lives on the line unless we want to put your life on the flat line i mean (laughs) come on now other than the killings 
king took particular exception to the video apparently referencing the death of michael brown an 18 year old who was shot and killed by a police officer in ferguson missouri in 2014 not unexpectedly the video makes ritualistic reference to michael brown and ferguson missouri by featuring a scene of innocent people with their hands raised high above their head and surrender this fable of an innocent michael brown being murdered by police while attempting to surrender which dominated the airwaves for months in 2014 has been thoroughly discredited in simple language it was and is a lie from beginning to end by the way it has not been thoroughly discredited um and to accept a corrupt police department and a corrupt da uh who was in cahoots with the police department as the definitive stance on um how michael brown died is ridiculous you know i'm i will always believe those witnesses who saw him die Mm -hmm. over the um police who i don't trust right like of course white people just wanted to go away but no it'll never go away ever um anyway um he said uh what else did he say yeah put the lies on the line for hours uh not unexpectedly the video makes the ritualistic reference simple language a lot from getting michael brown was a criminal who had robbed a convenience store man they really hate the michael brown one because he just didn't fit any of the respectability that they want Mm -hmm. from the black victims and since he didn't have even a little bit of it they hate that black people defend him they hate it he's the one that bothers them the most like with trayvon a police officer did not actually kill trayvon martin right while a lot of people you know argue about it and stuff and obviously it was fucked up and fucked george zimmerman forever they can always kind of walk away like we didn't do that you know even though they neglected to bring the guy in for any level of uh to arrest him to gather evidence from his wounds to double check his story they neglected to do that for 20 something days but point being that that wasn't them yeah that wasn't on their watch but the michael brown thing they hate when we they hate that we care about michael brown right they really hate that we would dare to give a fuck about this guy who was going to college because that's how i see him he might be a big kid but he was still a kid that's about to go to college and he'll never get to go there ever you know so you know and pardon me if i don't trust those police the police that fleece that city systematically police that over police just the black citizens in that region yeah i don't trust them you know so yeah you know and they want to use that one guy to try to discredit everything about black lives matter everything about the activists currently everything they want to try to discredit everything on the basis of that one case meanwhile black lives mattering is not about just him nope you know what i mean it's tamir rice it's sandra bland you know it's rakia boy it's so many people you can't name them all you can't because it's somebody (laughs) else every day yeah you can't name them all so it's so wild to try to, to listen to them try to change the narrative but none of that was in this video no matter what they try to say the argument that like it hurts him that we would even acknowledge mike brown and the arguments forms on the basis that we acknowledge him as a victim of police violence right that's it that the rest then that means we're anti-police we want to kill police we like it means all this shit that never has to be said 
but it's never said for a reason because that's not the point you know she didn't say kill the police never you can always go listen to dead prayers for some kill the police shit i don't i don't they probably rap about that never i mean i mean, I mean yeah they probably doing that and i guess the thing is that you can tell they didn't listen to the fucking song you didn't listen to the song you didn't listen to the song all right period so, you just didn't listen to the song yeah you saw that picture or a gif or something and you decided that this is like because what they want to do is discredit it the rush to discredit uh black people and our very real observations about what is happening to us it doesn't require facts nope you know it's just you know it's just a rush to discredit us there's nothing you know there doesn't need to be anything else there doesn't need to be a factual reference there doesn't need to be uh actual consideration for what is happening it doesn't the broader picture it just they say mike brown so we can just not pay attention to the fact that we're killing these black people um yeah uh there's actually a demonstration some people are trying to do an anti-beyonce protest rally um here's my thing where were these people when there were marches for anti-police violence i mean y'all have signed up for the anti-beyonce protest rally but why y'all ain't signed up for the anti-police killing black people over and over and over again rally because they don't care yeah someone went on eventbrite and said join us as we demonstrate on the block of the nfl headquarters building are you offended as an american that beyonce pulled her race baiting stunt at the super bowl do you agree that it was a slap in the face to law enforcement do you agree that the black panthers was slash is a hate group that should not be glorified but the kkk not right hey who knows they're both the same to me karen they're both the same to me that's what it is that's what they're saying this is the same as having the kkk on there because i don't need to know history right right that group that group <laughs> didn't start for no fucking reason i don't need to know anything okay it's the same shit to me uh come and let's stand together let's tell the nfl that we don't hate we don't want hate speech and racism at the super bowl ever again get your free tickets and join our mailing list for more info uh they want to do it tuesday february 16th to 2016 um at 8 a.m to 4 p.m so these motherfuckers ain't got no jobs a whole shift outside the nfl headquarters building in new york um i hope the real black panthers show up you know what no nah, just let real black people show up black, the black panthers ain't even got show up just let real black people show yeah plus up. the new black panthers crazy don't nobody fuck with them like yeah yeah they, <laughs> the they new not. black panthers everybody's like eh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait mm-mm, we'll wait mm-mm, mm-mm. um so a little birdie told me about this comedian on um on twitter who was having a what appeared to be a full-blown fucking meltdown oh shit um he uh had some issues with beyonce and her performance and he tweeted some shit and i got wind of it and his name is owen benjamin uh if you've never heard of him don't worry you're, you're just like bi- millions and billions of people before you okay um, that's why i was asking who is this man yeah you may know him from um uh nothing um like quick tell me your favorite owen benjamin joke i'll wait Mm-mm. okay i'm a die of old age let me stop um <laughs> no one has a favorite owen benjamin joke um because nobody knows who this motherfucker is um yeah he was on a show called let's see um 
oh man i see wow i haven't heard of this man i didn't hear of that that's my daughter nope uh gay town never heard of that um hmm uh bucky larson born to be a star he was a production assistant okay um sure that's great um uh nope soul man oh wait i saw that oh wait nope the soul man tv series never seen oh that's that. not nope. the same no uh he, oh he was on an episode of inside amy schumer um so who knows maybe he was an extra well he was on sullivan and son the tbs show okay. uh that boy Roy Wood jr was on sullivan and son i think it's defunct now but he was on there for a while um and uh he played owen he plays a lot of guys named owen hmm i guess owen just doesn't have a lot of range a lot of a lot of owens he also played guy on uh, a guy walks into a bar so he played uh owen on pretend time uh played owen on gay town so you know he's got a lot of rain owen benjamin presents he played owen well he's playing himself for the one episode um so yeah he plays owen on sullivan and son so maybe that's where you know him from um uh he's maybe currently on staten island summer i don't know you know maybe they would like to find out if, I, if that show's still going on um maybe they'd like to know what kind of things he gets up to in his free time um so he was on twitter and he said um let's see what's the best way to start uh i really hope beyonce fans google who were the black panthers never support her again she basically just did a kkk dance routine he said i'm so naive i didn't notice what beyonce was doing must suck for her that black and carolina panthers both lost badly oh he meant to put an s on that right blacks uh i think he meant black panthers and carolina panthers oh okay beyonce is a billionaire married to a crack dealer who enjoys selling whores maybe she should pump the brakes jay-z never pimped anybody but okay uh support cops criticize the system cops don't make this toxic wage inequality billionaire cunts like beyonce and jay-z do however so you know let's call a black woman a cunt let's do that <laughs> right. that's that's cool you right. know right. let's also say that um cops don't make toxic wage inequality but the problem is they do kill people with bullets and get away with it and those people just happen to normally be black and brown people so that would be the point she's making and no amount of money will stop her from being black and that's the problem guys like owen benjamin have is that they have this idea in their mind that once a black person is a certain amount of successful they should no longer care about black shit right that you should automatically separate yourself why care about them poor niggas right um so you know i saw this shit and i tweeted at him a a a few times you know um before he eventually blocked me which is fine um i knew that a a coward ass motherfucker like that would end up blocking me like the second that i even said something to him because i was like um this some bullshit right (laughs) you know what i mean like you saying that you think that's cool dog yeah like um you don't get to be a racist piece of shit and um nobody say anything about it 
you know just you got i got the time today is my point you know uh he definitely i don't know he definitely lost a fan today so that you know that cuts him down to just one fan left you know there you go um he's he lost 50 percent of his fan base um he it's 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 so funny because you know he deleted all the tweets that either responded to me or um the original tweets that i just said you know why then he lied and said i never called her a cunt yes you did sir stuff like that you know he lied and said people were giving him death threats i searched his mentions nobody threatened him nobody zero people threatened him oh so he's just making shit up yeah he said oh they're threatening me and my family i went to check i said who tell us who no nobody not one right because people feel like you can see at replies right yeah i can see your mentions twitter has a search function you can just say hey who all is using this word and it brings up everybody that has said anything with his name and including his own tweets nobody threatened this man but he was lying saying he was getting threatened on right he's talking about oh i grew up poor so i don't have white privilege i was like so not knowing what white privilege is does not mean you don't have it come on now just because you're too dumb to know and he was trying to say well i took a class on the black panthers talk to you by who first of all come on and he was like and it was before the internet so don't just try to look up stuff online it's like yeah it doesn't mean you know what the fuck you're talking about and you might want to freshen that knowledge up you know not because you know a lot of people learned uh about black shit in those anti-black ways where you have like a professor or somebody that Come on now. hates black people and he want to teach you how to hate them the way he does uh he also said something about or oh, you have an excellent twitter name or some shit like that and i was like not as excellent as your lack of knowledge on the black panthers or racism or your corny ass jokes uh he worked with roy wood jr on solving his sons so i added roy wood jr and was like hey man can you like text him or something to get him not to ruin his career because it's about to happen you know what i mean and yeah, that makes sense right be like hey dog you, you know what i don't know if you know how this twitter thing function but people are actually paying this shit attention right um you know so and and he was like so you threatening my career i said no yeah he said you threatening to ruin my career i was like no you are ruining your career saying this stupid shit where everybody can see it you know you have uh fifty three thousand followers you're not saying this in a vacuum no you're not people might get offended by the shit you're saying i may be one of them if that ruins your career so fucking be it you know if you want to call what you do a career that and he don't know if you were a fan of his or not or anything you just was like fuck you you go oh okay this is what it's gonna be yeah i told everybody to retweet this last tweet with your favorite owen benjamin joke attached and nobody did (laughs) he also has a podcast for he has four episodes of a podcast out um forget the name of it it was something like why aren't you laughing or something which app name it sounds like something he would need to do um like sounds like a good name for his podcast is why because he's probably wondering the same fucking thing yeah why didn't they laugh was his his podcast uh he got through four episodes it seems and before failing at that and giving up um i guess that got canceled or something i don't know 
but uh that was the name of his his podcast or some shit um but uh good luck to that oh wait no 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 i'll take that back he has some episodes on itunes so he's still doing it okay good for still him still doing up to 67 good for you buddy mm-hmm. tbs can't cancel that no they can't um so he's doing his little podcast um and you know uh the answer to why didn't they laugh uh, you're not funny uh <laughs> i guess we solved that mystery maybe the next episode will be the last you know um i told him uh my favorite episode of his podcast is how not to be an asshole and he should probably take that advice <laughs> that was the title of one of them um he also tweeted some shit at one point about um racism hides in plain sight and my man snotty driver said the irony of you tweeting this title is staggering oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so he you know like i said he's on his twitter page now lying and shit um like i didn't call her a cunt and i just attached a picture of him calling her a cunt like but this is what you said this is your tweet this was not very long ago um this is pretty much just happened do people not realize screen caption is real yeah. like are you, is that the line you want to go with because you lied about people threatening you now you're lying about this like you're a liar you know he he offered like you want to come on my podcast uh because he blocked me when he was asking people you want to be on my podcast and i said i'll be on your podcast dog anytime and then he hit the uh block button i said oh no my fuck you unblock me fuck boy you know <laughs> like, like i got these oh, receipts he didn't want you to be on the podcast right yeah i got these receipts over here though you know what i mean um and then uh so then uh i i i realized he worked for sullivan at one point which is canceled so it's nothing really that can be done about it but i thought what would be funny is to at tbs and at sullivan tvs which is the show's twitter at the time and said i know at sullivan tvs doesn't support this shit this sort of shit from an actor on the show does it then he unblocked me and tweeted me (laughs) oh because you fucking with his money (laughs) oh now he got time now we can talk right he didn't want to talk all this time right because people was retweeting that shit you know what i mean at sullivan tvs what's up with your man owen benjamin and these racist tweets is that how y'all get down to hey sullivan tvs at that was uh el gordito uh q salazar said hey sullivan tvs and that tvs network is owen benjamin the kind of person you want representing you because that i mean that shit matters yeah you know somebody uh when i said he worked for sullivan son somebody said oh that's who he is now i remember glad i stopped watching oh yeah yeah he said is he he so he hit me back and said you're actively trying to fuck up my career for my opinion seriously you can say nothing like he could have said nothing and avoided the whole situation here's the thing i said first of all you fucking up your own career with these lies and deleted tweets homie we can see it second why is you calling beyonce a cunt and 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 then saying she's inciting cop killing and doing a kkk dance routine not messing up her career white man why are those two things not the same you gave an opinion on what she did and i gave an opinion on what you said 
right well i'm now part of the pc mafia trying to shut you down right for saying some stupid shit right we live in a world where you're supposed to be able to say stupid shit about black people but we how dare we fucking notice it or say something back right um (laughs) oh now he's tweeting i spoke on something i don't fully understand today i would love to understand more anybody want to be on my podcast to explain (laughs) no see that's the other thing um big bank take little bank motherfucker (laughs) no i won't be on your shitty show deal with that shit my job of explaining shit to white people is non-existent right I'm, i don't yeah. give a fuck no more explaining no more <laughs> explaining my humanity no more once you get to a certain age y'all young folks you get a fucking gene y'all y'all know y'all grandmas and great grandmas and great aunts got that fucking gene because they 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 wear they they wear them suspenders with their pants up to their nipples and go fuck it i don't care you really get to the point where you go i don't give a shit no more you want to know what's so funny about this? He he would like someone to come explain to him why he fucked up. But keeping in mind, this dude fucked up on purpose. There's no way that you call Beyonce a cunt and don't go and go. Well, that was a reasonable thing to do keep in mind i know he has no integrity because he deleted these tweets and then lied about what he said claimed not to have said it i have the pictures i'm looking at them why would i ever entertain a motherfucker like that you know what i'm saying my presence is a present motherfucker you don't earn this you didn't earn this i don't do anybody else's podcast before i did his fuck that um (laughs) yeah so somebody said also wondering if prominent white feminists will take issue with this or not because you know they never really see it for beyonce like they see if someone says something fucked up about um one of their favorites they would they would have tore that white man up you call scar joe a cunt it's a wrap right but you call beyonce a cunt and nobody's gonna care crickets so i added jezebel and said where y'all at come on now (laughs) let them let them run with it too (laughs) add something to that you know um yeah so um yeah i like that people were replying to it uh he said he said he said you trying to ruin my career uh coco diva eight four five nine one said you do not appear to require a whole lot of help in that regard Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah dog you got this you the king of ruining your career like it it really don't need to be me at all so you yeah, you good it's just one of those things where people just put shit out there and it's just like somebody bounces back and you know and it's not you got excuse me 50 something thousand followers you think got all them people somebody don't know you're on tv somebody knows none of this dog nobody or your or the people that most people that follow you don't care Mm-hmm. so you can say shit about black folks and about beyonce and nobody cares no um so yeah uh another person said that's what happens when you piss off black twitter shutting the fuck up is always free always always free um yeah um he yeah he uh he was not trying to own up to any of it <laughs> someone said at Rod- evidently Roderick's prime got time today this owen dude keeps digging 
he said let's discuss this on my pat uh my podcast or no actual dialogue not this shit uh i need to respond to this or no you have lied several times about things i saw you say then you deleted it and lied about being threatened all right and i'll just add you don't have the integrity to earn my um let me see what would be uh to earn my uh, presence uh oh wait appearance there you go on your podcast i'm sure you'll lie just fine without, <laughs> without me there next show um now i'll just add you just lost a potential fan right and hopefully anyone else who saw this shit peace there you go i would do the black power emoji but i don't got but but that's true it's, it's, it's like you forget that i'm a potential fan i'm a potential podcast listener all that and you 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 it's like now to me all these other people and i don't put like this i think he's seen his mentions blow up because mm-hmm. he don't really know who you are and you know we don't know who he is it's one of the things he was like oh whoever this person is they have a lot of clout and i got all these wild and crazy people in his mind acting and replying to me that i didn't expect Hmm. yeah he expected people just to because you know the other thing is people tweet and they live in these worlds where black people don't exist right and so they forget when you send this out to the world a lot of people that don't look like you can see it mm-hmm. so you need to have your shit straight you know people get i get harassed for shit that i say that's true you know you're gonna get harassed for shit you making up about black people and black panthers and beyonce you get the fuck out of here you know so yeah i'm i'm not going on his show Mm -hmm. you know i'm not helping him out you're not wasting my time yeah you know (laughs) i like how some people are just like hey man you shouldn't spoke out about beyonce dog like that was where you fucked up right right (laughs) (laughs) the beehive come on (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) right you could have spoke about anybody else and been cool right yeah um yeah and i'll somebody said he's apologizing only because he's getting threats and i said i'm let me uh he's not getting threats though no no he getting joked on yeah search his men search his mentions sis yeah motherfucker ain't getting no threats man of course not um so yeah good i i'm just glad that it uh that it that it worried him that's all i care about i'm just glad that it he had a moment of being like oh wait i'm fucking up my money i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about and i should not have said that shit nope 
Yeah. And I didn't see myself getting challenged on it when I said it. Right. And I didn't see my mentions blowing up for hours <laughs> over this. Like, right. you don't realize that people love Beyonce. Right. And you're not going to say that and just expect zero response. Yeah, you better be right. Come on now. You want to say that shit? You need to be right. You know? So, yeah. And this and like it's such a white point of view to say, hey, if I offended you, come on my show and explain. Like, no. Mm-hmm. That's not my job. No. Why don't you educate yourself and you can make the case? You'll understand better. But my existence on this earth is not to help educate white people about the offensive shit that they do. Come on now. And I think for a lot of people fail to realize social media is different than than your quote unquote real life. In your real life, you can eliminate us. On social media, we're there. We are there. And we see shit and we respond to shit. And people are used to being, like you say, in these bubbles where you can just say all kinds of shit and not get a response. And I feel so bad sometimes for black people that are comedians and shit because they have to work in this world. Right. Like, I think comedians, we look up to them because they're supposed to be these truth tellers and these brave people that say the things that everybody's afraid to say. But these are their coworkers. As any comedians, they're coworkers. Some of these people are in power brokering positions. Now, this guy's a nobody, but some of these people are actually in positions that can harm black folks who do stay woke, who do talk about these things. It's one of the reasons I admire Chris Rock, who made a foundation by speaking on race and talking about, you know, these, these harsh truths and shit. But, but in general, you know, when you talk to black comedians, many of them f- seem afraid to discuss race in the first place because they know they're going to lose their audience. Mm-hmm. They know that the crowds that come out to see them are not going to be supportive of it or they'll get typecast. These are their coworkers. They're at work also. You know, it's it's very, it's kind of sad to, to realize the compromises that they have to make. You know, I, I make jokes about it all the time, but, you know, Mike and Brandon got to, they go on comedians shows on, on his podcast and his radio show. And it's like, yeah, you can only say but so much shit. You know what I mean? Because that guy's not going to have you back. You start saying too much shit that they disagree with. His fans are going to harass you if you start saying too much shit about race or too much strong shit. Not saying that those guys feel these strong things they're not saying. But if they were, they better not say them. You're not allowed to be but so fucking woke and to be so unapologetic. Even in a in a career where we're supposed to praise the people who are unapologetic we love dave Chappelle for that unapologetic spirit that he talked about race people say oh black comedians only talk about race well the biggest names in black comedy the people that spoke the most truth to power that we respect the most were people that talked about race you know like we we talk we like we love them for it but at the same time all the new comedians coming up if you're black it you better not be talking about race you want a Comedy Central special? You want to be cast on someone's pilot? You want to, you know, like, you have to navigate the social part of this world as well so you don't get to talk about race. But they, but these white men who have turned themselves as comedians into the quote-unquote real victims who decry this freedom of speech shit when they actually have the freedom to say anything they want, and most of the time, the more offensive, the more fucked up, the more people have their back anyway, they can go and monetize their podcast and monetize their existence by saying horrendous things about people. That, like, they have framed it so that they're the real victims. This guy will probably do his podcast tomorrow and be talking about how he's the real victim, and Twitter attacked him, and he'll lie and say that people threatened him, right. and he'll lie and say that he didn't say Beyonce is a cunt, and he'll lie and say that he, you know, like he he won't say he deleted these tweets. This is the world that somebody else 
has to like this is the co-worker of roy wood jr at some point you know what i'm saying like it's just sad that that's the existence of even the people we look up to to as the truth tellers and that if a black person or a woman would ever deem it like would ever say like hey what you're saying is not only not funny but it's fucking offensive and stupid they just become the unfunny can't take a joke black person the unfunny woman the you know hey you're not with my simple misogynistic joke well you're just you know you're you're the real cunt here you're the real stick in the mud like this is amazing how white white people white supremacy and white men have just tried to frame everybody else as the enemy as really the only thing that's happening is they're finally hearing from people outside of their small circle right that they've had the luxury of ignoring yeah you're not the only motherfucker with the internet dog nope so you might have to hear what i think about your piece of shit comedy yeah (laughs) you might have to hear that shit dog so (laughs) deal with that um uh by the way all that to say beyonce is so powerful she boosts red lobster sales by 33 percent 33 percent dog you know kill some cops and go to red lobster is what i say Mm-mm-mm. delicious 33 percent there was a lot of ass eating and toe sucking and a lot of shit happening for them because they was like <laughs> i got you nigga we going to red lobster it's a status symbol now right i wonder how many men pay for their own red lobster like i could do bad all by myself <laughs> i don't even know i'm a strong mm-hmm. independent man mm-hmm. i wonder how many women pulled it pulled pulled out that uh debit credit card like mm-hmm, you fuck me right mm-hmm. on me cheddar biscuits on me dog right um the sit down seafood restaurant got one anyway uh the boost um uh, the chain said sales were up 33 percent on sunday over the previous year thanks to a, a lyric in the new track that suggests using red lobster food as a reward for sex red lobster spokesperson erica itori said the brand was mentioned on twitter forty-two thousand times in a single hour Goddamn! and it trended for the first time in history you know what it was hilarious i bet you the person that was like doing a red lobster account was like what the fuck is happening what ding, 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 ding. they were like what the fuck is happening why are we with beyonce what did she do y'all um, <laughs> they didn't know what to do beyonce's overtly political new song called formation addresses police brutality hurricane katrina and black cultures in america yeah in the video people always say it's in the song it's in the video the former destiny child star also touches on personal wealth and influence saying i might just be a black bill gates in the making um so there you go i you know what i guarantee you other places be like please beyonce your next song please have us in there i remember when i heard that i said damn they just got some free product placement this is about to help yes they did you know but yeah you somebody about to get some unlimited scrimp right yes they is you know what my question is with a lot of this shit though is if beyonce like um is hooking people up with the with the with the red lobster and stuff is is red lobster scared to come out and be like yay thank you beyonce because you know there's all this backlash from certain parts where they're like shit we can only say but so much because people are equating this beyonce song with things that it's not saying you know what if you smart all you can keep saying is 
hey we got cheddar biscuits y'all cheddar biscuits yeah cheddar b biscuits anybody want cheddar biscuits cheddar beyonce biscuits <laughs> right any 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 anybody get fucked good tonight we got on we got unlimited scrimps mm-hmm so yeah i yeah i'm not fucking with that shit at all man um apparently kanye just tried to break the internet while we were on um, <laughs> what happened with kanye west <sighs> he tweeted um when you just tweet uh bill Cosby innocent <laughs> what the fuck's wrong, kanye? yeah so he just tweeted tweeted that 27 minutes ago oh i know they got about fifty thousand tweets yeah oh is the album almost is it done i mean when did he get all this time i don't know it must be finished yeah he treated a lot i'm sorry michael jordan i love and respect you my beef was with mark parker i respect you so much because he made that song about uh the jordans and he got a beef with nike or something uh what the fuck 1000 percent there will never be another cali puma anything that's on my family 1000 cali is on yeezy team puma we gonna give you your measly million dollars back never try to divide the family i guess cali was gonna have some cali jenner was gonna have some uh pumas or something picture of northwest love 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 my baby girl well that's acceptable <laughs> oh all that hair she's so pretty mm-hmm. uh well, he's just i guess he had time too uh, yes he did kanye was like well since my ain't the name of the album called waves ocean something yeah um yeah he posted a picture where he asked for more sewers um i yeah i just don't i guess he just had time yes he did um nothing good for him nothing but time nothing but time season four i'm only working on kids clothing full time that's the new album anybody who can figure out the title gets tickets to season three and free yeezys yeah so all right yeah i guess the album's done so he got time to talk shit uh anyway <laughs> good, good luck with that motherfucker good luck Kanye. Cosby innocent all right yeah everybody gonna, had time today yeah your mitch is gonna get told to pieces sir speaking of having time ghostface killer had time oh shit <laughs> yeah. everybody was free today he put me out apparently i'm the only one that had to work ghostface killer deflates goofy martin screlly be deadly serious video this shit 11 minutes long what the fuck what could he have possibly said it took 11 minutes yo ghost yeah you got this clown man all on tmz man talking about you gotta apologize 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 okay i don't even know who this other nigga is <laughs> it don't matter ghost done got him a co-host for his diss <laughs> his this video he got a cameraman this time now last time he had the phone set the wrong way yeah somebody was like hey doll hey doll you know <laughs> hey we, we we got we got to help you get it right you know what let somebody hit him like let let's get a production crew this time yeah let's get you a co-host let's you keep know, it on topic th- th- yeah let's let's not do the stick just the, the, what you call it, the selfie stick yeah um so who who's this dude I never seen him before in my life. Just a fake Peter Pan cat. Told him, all right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one with the twelve-year-old body. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the one with the twelve-year-old body. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man. You know what, man? 
Let's go to the tape. Why is that? Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> Ghost that got the production crew. Yes, he did. He cut away to Martin Scully's disc of him. What? <laughs> Ghost that contracted us some work. Yes, he did. He said, "You gonna get this work today. You gonna get to work." Why are your goons not as hard as mine? Lift up your. He, he got hold up. He got graphics, y'all. <laughs> he put he put wording over the head of those white dudes that were wearing the hoodies and and with the mask and shit, and put snap crackle and pop. <laughs> rice crispy gang. The rice crispy gang. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. Ghost, stop pretending, stop acting, stop lying. Yo, man. <laughs> hey, yo, man, you hilarious, man. I don't know. You must be on Riddle or something, man. You know what I mean? Check this out, man. It's like, yo, you a fake-ass supervillain, man. I swear to anything, you's a fake supervillain. Check out how I think of you and your boy. Snap, crackle, and pop. Check this out. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. He got cut away. <laughs> He got family guy style cutaways <laughs> in his disc response. What the fuck? Oh, I went red. Is this in the chat? I think somebody asked for it. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. I'll put it in the chat. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? Did Seth MacFarlane direct this shit? Great from the family guy. Oh my God. And that music. He got music and cutaways. It, the Batman scene change music just happened. Get them, boys. Get them, Horace Curtains. All right, boys. Iron Burr. Well, don't just. Penguin, the Riddlers, all old Batman shit from the 60s and 70s. Stand back. Get him, man. This is the guy right here that planned on challenging me. He got a picture of Martin Scurry. Photoshop to look like Pee Wee Herman. Me, the, the man with the twelve-year-old body. This who he be. His name is Scarelli right there. When y'all see him, you know what I mean. But you know, I don't even know how it came to this like this. This Ghost versus Peter Pan in like 2016. <laughs> you know what I mean? All he could do right now is just try to fly away in front of my face, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so this is. <laughs> Oh man, I almost spit all over this mic. Dog, he really had a graphic of Peter Pan flying across the motherfucking screen. In front of his face, he had sparkles and everything. Oh shit. This is him. Check his face out, man. Carved out nose, anything, you know what I'm saying? Walking around with fake goons like he's tough and he ain't got a, a real bone in his body. You know what I mean? He don't even know. He don't, the way he say goons is not even the, it's, it's not even official. You know what I mean? So I'm just letting y'all know, like, yo, he a fraud, man. And then on top of that, you won't come at me after you done brought a Wu-Tang album for $2 million acting like we washed up rappers. They're like, I'm a washed up rapper, but you don't brought a washed up rapper album for $2 million. You know what I mean? Who washed up now? I don't care how much money you got, because money don't make you a man, bro. And sometimes I... <laughs> that was just a random cutaway of... <laughs> of martin uh, scurley uh, as peewee uh, herman riding a uh, uh, container of pills i wonder about you seriously because i'm wondering like yo man was he jumping rope as a child by the way uh ghostface has a cartoon not cartoon a plastic toy ak-47 in his hand for some reason it's just it's just in his hand 
child? Was he playing hopscotch or eating ice cream with his fellas and, you know what I mean, or having sleepovers with the boys? You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like, where did you go wrong at? You know what I mean? You coming, you doing all this promotion for nothing. What you doing right now is you promoting me, bro. Listen, man, my middle knuckle is bigger than all my knuckles on his hand right here, bro. You ain't got a scratch on your middle knuckle. You know what I mean? You ain't been through nothing. You never ate, you never been in the in the crib with well-fed cheese and fried bologna and all that stuff like that for dinner at nighttime, man. Don't come me with that little punk-ass shit. By the way, that is 100% old black man talk right there because I didn't know where he was going with that. Mm-mm. I've never heard that before. It makes sense after he got there. I was like, oh, you're right. Yeah, people middle knuckles would be scratched up if they had lived a hard life, but nobody knew what he was when he said his middle knuckle was bigger than everybody's. He was like, okay. Uh, he also has a cutaway to who, uh, NBC's production on um, the drug price hike that Shirley was uh, was uh, trying to pull off. Yo, this is the dude that raised the pill from thirteen dollars a pill to, to to like seven hundred and fifty dollars. Man, he raised about five thousand percent. Man, people can't pay that much. Man, sometimes people need the pills for the whole month. Man, for the whole month. You know what I mean? And you're going to raise it from $750 per pill? It's like, yo, how they going to live, man? You a real killer, man. You a killer, man. But you a soft killer, man. You a baby, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like something wrong with you, man. You on Ritalin or something, man. Ghostface don't like, not a fan of Ritalin. Mm-mm. Okay, if you didn't pick it up twice now, not a fan of it. Do that to the people, man. They need that. They need, they need that. Right now, you got them weak right now because they don't even know where they're gonna run and go get the go get their medicine from now because of you. You's a clown. I, I mean, it's disgraceful. Go online. Read a clip of Hillary Clinton. Read this article in the New York Times today about a pill that is really important, and the company decided rather than uh, continue to charge a small amount, they would up it to seven hundred fifty dollars a pill. For no good reason. You don't believe you. The people don't believe you. I don't even believe you. You don't even believe in your own goons. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Stop, man. Give us back that medicine. We need to lower that price, man. Holler at me, man. Straight up, man. It's like, yo, you don't see that, bro. You know what I mean? You heard Hillary. You know what I mean? It's like 5,000%, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, man. And then you switching it. Is this all the Wu Tang gear laid on the counter so we could buy it? Yes, By the way, sir. his co host is clearly tweeting on his phone at this point. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm here chilling. I'm here chilling. Sin, 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 sin. Ten Ghost is done. You know what I mean? You going TMZ, Harvey, put Harvey and everybody involved. It's like, yo, man, this is about AIDS right now. This is what you did to the people, to the American people and the people all over the world, man. You know what I mean? I stand for them, man. I am, I'm not going to allow you to keep killing these people, man. You know what I mean? What you need to do is get down with me. You know what I mean? And start and start helping these people out, man. You know what I mean? That's what that's what it really should be. You know, also on the real, the real. Because gangsters, man, don't move the way that you move, man. Yo, you know what, Martin? You said to the people out there all over America and all over the world that my goons ain't as hard as yours. I'm about to show you something, man. Hold on. So, he okay. He has company coming in the door. <laughs> As part of his diss back to this dude. Here we go. Nigga. Yeah. You know what? These is my goons, Martin. Where you at, Martin? Where you at, Where baby? You, he got some old women. <laughs> ah! 
old women but they came in the door with ghost face killer toboggans on with the mouth and eye cut out like they was robbing the place but these are clearly like 50 to 60 year old women what is happening i have no idea tell this motherfucker something look martin if you was my son i whip your ass oh oh (laughs) what what just happened i don't know she took off her toboggan and put on a wu-tang hat and just said she would whoop his ass if he was her son look you know what the power of uh older black women i don't know this woman might be white but of these older women uh it is strong i give you an ass whooping because what you doing is so so foul you trying to disgrace my brother ghostface killer wu-tang look he got the cdb oil you could hike it up prices seven bucks oh can you please tell this idiot some yes you don't went from thirteen dollars to seven hundred dollars and here wait so the first lady was his sister and then this is his mom she just called ghostface killer her baby by the way like only a black mama oh yeah you you, you gonna always be her baby but ever and ever sure you're the most dangerous man on the internet but today you still my baby look he got the cdb oil you got hiking up prices seven bucks oh can you please tell this idiot some yes you don't went from thirteen dollars to seven hundred dollars and here's my baby ghostface killer he is making products with woo goo cbd oil that is killing people right. and what are you doing you're just that's killing right. my mom yeah. you wicked boy you wicked boy. how was you raised do you have any more oh i can't believe you come on now this man is too good for you to be doing what you're doing okay martin baby boy while you're trying to kill and hurt the world ghostface killer is coming up to help the world and oh by the way when you took your thirteen dollar drug at seven hundred dollars, oh, and they put you, oh, they took you away in handcuffs because guess what? That would be considered insider trading on the head fund side of it. Maybe, baby boy, you should have stayed in the head fund world because you have no effing idea what you're doing to people that need that medication for thirteen dollars at nineteen eighty with seven hundred dollars, and now came down. That that white lady knew all the inside trading deals. <laughs> she was on it. <laughs> She's like, that is a derivative, <laughs> right? Okay, you cannot allocate that to the to the mm-hmm. CEO board. No, Section A, Part <laughs> B. I know my shit. <laughs> that was a false swap detail. All right. Ah. <laughs> you know, boy, I need to put you over my knee and spank your bumper rod side. Mommy, just yeah. 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 Ah. Yo, Bumba Ross, God. You don't got a man, Martin. Martin, you don't got a man. Now, I told you, Martin, just to be easy, you don't got him pissed off, man. Once they on your ass, more they on your ass, they feel like throwing you over their knee, beating the shit out of you. This is your fault. And oh, my goddamn pill. You know what I mean? $750 for a pill, Marty. That's not right, Marty. Martin, that's not right. You hear me, Marty? It's not right. You know what I mean? We need to fix that, Marty. Bring it down, Marty. It's a little bit. I mean, 5,000% a bit. 
You know what I mean? And let's get it on. Let's restart that. Tell you know what I mean? Because the world right now, they're not feeling you. They're going to hate you, bro. You know what I mean? They don't think for nothing that you could ever erase me from history, bro. I am history. 88 years from now, when they don't hear me, since you want to take me off, I don't care. If you think that that's <laughs> getting under my skin, it'll be a mystery, bro. That's even better for me, man, because I'm the ghost, bro. You know what I mean? But you're the real killer, bro, because you out there killing these babies, man, that need that. These old women, these men that need that. I know a lot of people that died from AIDS, man. You know what I mean? And it's just sad. But here go you, the devil in the flesh, trying to be the villain. You know what I mean? To Tony Stark. And you're going to get ahead and raise and hike that price like that? Why don't worry, bro? I'm gonna get real, real right now. Damn, Ghostface killed a cry- sister crying. This guy's serious. Yeah, dude. I'm 59 years old. I never had medical insurance. I never had help. I had to grind. I used to be a rebel, rebelling with my own mind, making a dime, living a life of crime. I can't tell if the dude in the back started laughing or crying, but he just broke down and walked out. So the co-host gone. But here I got my brother Ghostface Killer who puts CBD oil out for people that can't afford a fucking $700 pill. A $700 pill. One pill, Martin. One drop of this is saving my life. You see this right here, Martin? This is real shit. This is a scar I got where they took a tumor out of my brain on top of my brain no way Martin Shkreli watches all 11 minutes of this oh, no no way um by the way um they are also the oil they keep talking about CBD oil is Wu-Tang some some oil that Ghostface is selling called Wu-Goo a hemp oil that says it can effectively treatment it can be an effective treatment against cancer so I don't know if that what the medical facts are on that and i'm not gonna ask ghostface about it so just gonna move on (laughs) that got decidedly unfunny when she started crying ignorance is bliss yep um dmx passed out had a massive asthma attack in new york Mm. wow y'all gonna make me lose my breath up in here up in here and the soul <laughs> mike lawrence said he needed to dm exhale <laughs> uh suffered a massive asthma attack last night in new york city outside his hotel room uh he was outside his room at the ramada yonkers in new york monday evening when he started complaining of shortness of breath and pain in his chest the rapper has a history of asthma so his entourage uh sprung to look for his inhaler but it was too late he had collapsed on the floor shit i know he told an ambulance uh we're told the ambulance was calling extra transported to a nearby hospital where he uh is currently receiving breathing treatments damn is he still in the hospital must be yikes that's uh that is unfortunate for my man dmx uh hope he gets uh gets gets well soon man i know when he first fell they probably thought he was slipping falling can't get up ah you know and they probably showed up and i was like sir can't what what is your name he was like what's my name and i was like no no sir <laughs> just 
calm down okay. <laughs> i'll just say stop drop <laughs> find my inhaler <laughs> oh no I, I can't breathe that's how that went <laughs> where my pump where my pump where my pump at ah yes <laughs> oh man oh i'm slipping i'm falling and i can't breathe i know you got got asthma attacks chronically i know i used to have them too when i was a kid all you can think is here we go again (laughs) yes well i guess he was about to black out featuring jay-z in the locks Uh, (laughs) (laughs) been eating long enough now stop being breathy um let's see uh ciara sierra is apparently seeking to sue her former uh her future sue future for calling her a bad mother she tired of that slander dog things are getting ugly between sierra and her baby daddy future according to tmz sierra is taking future to the cleaners for bashing her mothering skills and taking shots at her man all in the name of promoting his music Sierra points out the radio interview in which Future refers to a photo of Russell Wilson pushing baby Future in a stroller and says she probably set him up. You letting them catch that photo, leave my son out of all the publicity stunts. She also brings to light his tweets where he said, this bitch got control problems. I got to go through lawyers to see baby Future, the fuckery for 15K a month. Sierra has previously said allegations that she's keeping baby future away from his father are untrue. According to the lawsuit, the singer says she goes out of her way to make sure he gets visitation and that they've had at least 19 visitations, spending se- some spending several days since December 2014. Uh, Sierra is suing for a future, future for slander and libel and wants him barred from publicly speaking about their private matters. It will cost the rapper $15 million. Possibly. Cause she tired, she tired of that. Y'all making jokes. She's tired of that. It's like, nigga, get over it. I'm gone. You don't owe me. She yeah. tired of it. And what's funny is, you know, she took the high road for a very long time. Yes, and he she did. did. Not. Like he could, he had so many opportunities to keep that shit out of there. Right. And, 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 and my thing is this, he keep putting her their private business public and she's like i've had enough of your foolishness and i guarantee you but 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 that is my assumption is that she probably has told him quit talking publicly about me mm-hmm. like she probably told him and she was like i'm gonna sue your ass quit it he probably oh, bitch you ain't gonna do shit now he's smacking this lawsuit yep um plus i mean it's a lot of people just and this is one of the things about our society and one of the ways you can tell how misogynistic we are most men and most people in general side with the man in these discussions so it'll automatically be assumed that he's telling the truth though we know that he's a chronic drug addict and all this shit come on now it'll be like he's obviously telling the truth she doesn't let him see his kids she she's getting a whole lot of money in child support and she's just trying to to use his kid as a publicity stunt and it's because we hate women i saw somebody say that and then the the, a person corrected him was like hey did you even read it she has been 19 visits she's actually made the baby available more than that he has a visit it's not fifteen thousand dollars a month of child support that was a lot and she's never said anything about him on social media though he continues to talk shit about her come on now you know and it's because a lot i think a lot of men uh out here you know just can't wait to believe the worst thing possible about a woman you know uh anyway i got this from baller alert speaking of the worst things possible about a woman 
uh hating ass terrell jones gave a comment he said what a bitch <laughs> first of all we know you fucking with your thirsty ass so stop that holier than thou shit second of all you chose to have a baby by a nigga who's addicted to lean and likes to fuck random bitches while he wears gucci flip-flops it's only right future gets to pass that tradition of heritage down to his son han yolo says your name is future but i bet you didn't see that shit coming Ah, that's true and so luscious says very petty cc if you put out good work nothing can destroy it i don't even know what that means uh i'm I'm, I'm with her quit talking about quit talking about me quit talking about me and my public life and our sex life quit talking about me it also shows you what we consider being a good father compared to what being a good mother is right right like we assume that a man who wants to be in his child's life that is enough like doesn't matter if you don't want to put in financial benefits it doesn't matter if you're a drug addict it doesn't matter if you're a womanizer it doesn't matter if you're abusive online and that you harass and threaten people he's putting i don't know he's put a gun emoji in a tweet towards russell wilson or some instagram picture like it doesn't none of that matters to people we just say he wants to be a father so therefore he's a good father you know it's one of the reasons i I dislike a lot of movies in hollywood when the the, tv the trope of so-and-so wants to be a good mom or that good dad and that just it's the end of you don't need any more explanation than that Mm-mm. i need actions i don't care about your words i need actions yeah like i watch um this show called orphan black and i like the show orphan black but the original conceit of the show is all based upon this premise that this woman who abandoned her kid and just wasn't shit one day decided i want to be a good mom and everybody's just kind of okay with it you know like like but but in real life you would think like what what steps have you made in your life that you should be able to raise this kid you know like you didn't you weren't around for this kid while they were you know growing up and now they're four five six years old or whatever what are the things you've done to earn this privilege of coming back into a kid's life that you walked out of right away and and that's the thing you have to earn being a parent if you choose to leave and a lot of people think they could just walk in and be like hey i'm here uh-uh-uh for the parent that stayed be it woman or man for the parent that stayed i mean male or female or transgender transsexual you're you're the one there with that child dealing with the emotional pain of you not being there mm-hmm. and as that parent the last thing you want is another fucking disappointment that you have placed upon my child that i have to deal with yep um so anyway just thought that was interesting um will smith compliments aunt viv in an interview despite her dissing him hey man best revenge is your paper come on dog he was like cool um i ain't ain't got nothing bad to say about you yep um apparently he got uh interviewed with a dot on the bbc's online radio station one extra uh smith was asked in the last few moments what he thought of hubert versus the second aunt viv daphne maxwell reed he laughed his usual fake but sincere sounding chuckle and said both of the aunt vivs were really fantastic and even called hubert brilliant um i think as an artist there's so many things that she does smith said ramping up for some serious niceties she sings she dances she's like a really powerful artist i loved what she brought to fresh Prince um so there you go yeah he's best revenge is your paper yep 
at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Everybody's mad that Twitter might show tweets out of order. I was going to talk about it, but I actually don't give a fuck. Uh, OJ Simpson is angry. <laughs> I'm, I, I know people get worked up. and that, I think it was trending like, I don't forget, I forget what was trending, but something about like Twitter being the end of Twitter or something. Right. Twitter failed or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, whatever. I don't care. I'm yeah. still going to be on it till it's whack. And as long as it's not whack, I'll be there. People always worry hey, it's going to become whack, but I don't know. Doesn't bother me. And one of the things they're letting people do is pin tweets to the top of their page so that when you go to their page, it'll just show like maybe tweets that they selected that represent them the best or their most popular or funny tweets or whatever and to me that's a good way to advertise you don't have to do it by the way but it's a good way to advertise yourself like maybe there's some tweets that you're really proud of or some they exemplify you or one that's been tweeted you know a thousand times retweeted or something maybe you want to put that up there to be like hey this is you know this is a representation of what you're going to get when you follow me right that's a good thing because i probably never use it because i don't use the twitter app nor the twitter page all right like most people i use it through other through third-party apps which are a lot better than actual twitter app itself yeah you know you know you don't know what's funny about that owen benjamin dude what's up should have just took a note from cam come on dog if i offended you that's cool instead of trying to delete it and change and pop shit and get people to come on this podcast i'll actually would have respected that more yep couldn't even stand behind your own word um oj is angry about the fx miniseries uh, about his trial how is he watching this we got fx in prison now apparently so i'm not saying we shouldn't have tvs in prison but i just didn't know we had the cable package i thought we was like they got a three four hundred package oh shit now yeah oj is mad because he is being ignored a prison friend reveals the daily mail online he says that they have created the soap opera based on what other people are saying and what has been falsely reported in the papers but nobody had the balls to talk to him and he feels it will be just a bunch of bs because nobody knows what really happened but oj he also resents that it's a payday for everyone else and it's his story number one nobody knows what really happened but oj makes it sound like he did do it yeah if his story is dead now yeah if he's sticking to the i'm innocent thing that's a huge tale if you say well nobody knows what really happened but me because his shouldn't he be saying i don't even know what really happened since i didn't do it he also resents that it's a payday for everyone else and that is his story uh well you can always release that book if i would have did it and you know also the goldmans ain't never gonna let you see a cent off of that shit so they're gonna tax the hell out of it last week oj was so upset over the upcoming show he was wailing that nicole and ron died over 20 years ago and just when everyone had stopped talking about it and he is planning to get out of prison next year this movie's coming out and the madness is starting up all over again oj who will turn 69 in july hey black don't crack man not too bad for a 70 year old killer it's yeah, still sitting still sitting in a old bay simpson is what we like to call him uh it's <laughs> It's still sitting in a jail cell in Lovelock Correctional Center in Lovelock, Nevada, after being convicted of criminal conspiracy, kidnapping, assault, robbery, and using a deadly weapon in Las Vegas in 2007. In October 3rd, 2008, OJ was sentenced to 33 years in prison uh, with the possibility of parole after about nine years in 2017. Man, I wonder if he will get parole. That's interesting. Very. Uh, At any rate, um, that's how that went down uh let's see is there anything else i want to talk about 
represent anything specifically in fucking with black people or anything oh yes there is actually hold up where's my fucking with black people music oh shit now oh my god this is the craziest shit i ever heard in my life okay We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and find articles that fuck with black people and we assign point scores from 0 to 100 and intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, uh, everybody. All right. Um, obviously, everybody from the Beyonce segment got 100. But. Oh, yes. Yes, they did. In addition to that, a Texas couple. Mm-hmm brought a nigerian nanny to america and then turned her into a slave how is this possible in 2015 2016 in slavery still alive texas couple was arrested monday for enslaving a nigerian woman who they brought to the united states what no shut up shut up ad uh who they brought to the united states under the belief that she would be caring for their children. Chudi Nasambundu, uh, 56, and his wife, Sandra, 50, were charged with forced labor, visa fraud, withholding documents, and harboring conspiracy. The victim was also subjected to punishment, like being beaten or putting the wrong pair of sock, for putting the wrong pair of socks on one of the couple's five adopted children, and denied access to fresh food, me- water, and medical care. According to the press, the 38-year-old woman was living in Lagos when she was contacted by Sandra Nasumbundu, uh, Nasumbundu, sorry. In 2012, she worked for the couple for a year in Nigeria before they brought her with them to the United States. She believes she would be paid $100 a month to care for the couple's children. That's, That's all? all? That's all! Instead, she wasn't even paid that and forced to work from 5.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. She was not allowed to sit down during the day, her work to watch t- or watch TV. She was forced to eat only leftover food and couldn't even use fresh milk for her tea. She was forced to strain milk from used cereal instead. The couple also oh. forced her to sleep on the floor with their two three-year-olds because they told her she was too smelly for a bed. The couple also referred to her as the idiot. And Sandra threatened to shoot and kill her if she didn't properly take care of the children. The couple also took away all her personal possessions, including her passport. The break in the case happened in October 2015 when the victim called her bank in Nigeria and discovered she had not been paid by the couple since arriving in the U.S. a month earlier. Something, someone notified the National Human Trafficking Resource Center about the woman's predicament. A month later, she fled to home with a caseworker from the YMCA International Traffic Persons Assistance Program. If convicted, the couple faces 60 years in prison and $1 million in fines slavery mm, a goddamn fuck you because i don't care what nobody says if folks could have slaves they would and i know my black ass would be a motherfucking slave and this is why i go fuck donald trump and fuck all these people pushing this racist ass rhetoric let's take it back back to where nigga where we going well, I wasn't free. Where we going? Why I couldn't vote? Where you going? Why I didn't have rights? Where you? Where we going? Where you divided my family, split us up? That's where we going to? I don't want to go there. Right. 
so when people do this 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 shit is real mm-hmm. like for me you know it's one of those things but i know people like me end up in these positions end up in these situations here's the thing though even if you wouldn't it's still wrong right you know even if like slavery was just owning latino people or some shit it would still be wrong it's just brown people it's wrong it's wrong period no matter who it is it's actually funny when people say white slavery uh in 2015 2016 like people are saying white slavery like you know the real bad one you know what i mean but it's all fucked up right and the the thing is uh, a lot of times a lot of people view particularly latinos as slaves because you want them to come over here work illegally pay them five dollars an hour to pick some fucking uh, fruit come on now and it sounds like you know from the names they were black people as well right which makes it it's it's bad period you you should own slaves yep um anyway uh a former black police oh wait 100 for me oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah that's that's yeah Yeah. a former black police officer says he was fired from uh the borough after speaking out against a chief who used who often used racist jokes and slurs superior court lawsuit filed by harold johnson was settled last year for ninety two thousand five hundred dollars well they must have been admitting to some some level of guilt to pay that kind of money right a lot of money for some innocent people to pay johnson was the only black police officer for the small borough of 1300 people less than a dozen whom are african of whom are african-american the existence of the lawsuit and settlement was uncovered last week by the open government advocate john path a somerset county resident who often posts copies of lawsuits against public agencies on his website johnson who lives in lawrence had claimed he was subjected by verbal abuse harassment disrespect and threats of job loss on more than 100 different occasions and that chief alan curricula wait wait, curricula curica all right alan k uh called him nigger and other vocal terms the lawsuit alleges that alan k in 2011 told him about 10 other cops to uh that he was still waiting for harold to get him to get me some black pussy using a vocal term for women's genitals a year later uh alan k told johnson he needed an abonics book so that he could be up to date on officer johnson's slang Johnson said that after he complained about the department searching his personal property in May 2012, wow. he was served he was served for a disciplinary notice for alleged conduct uh, eight months earlier. The lawsuit called his discipline pretextual. Uh, Johnson was fired August 1st, 2012. In agreeing to the settled lawsuit, neither side admitted fault, and Johnson agreed not to speak publicly about the litigation. The settlement, however, is subject to disclosure under the State Open Public Records Act. None of Johnson's allegations have been proven or disproven in court. Path wrote Saturday in a blog post about the case. This is the problem when cases resolve before trial. It is impossible to know the truth of what really happened. Shit, you can go to trial and you still won't know the truth. Johnson was represented by Stuart J. Adderman and some other people. So, zero to 100, Karen. Oh, yeah, that's 100. Yeah, and that's why they close these cases and that's why they pay people off because they don't want to have to prove anything. Yep. Guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. 
Oh yeah. Owen Benjamin would be great at this game. The third time wasn't a charm for Orlando man who was Oh shit, not the third time. Orlando man, oh Florida, who was jailed this week after deputies learned he married his third wife without divorcing his previous two. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Stephen Rembert's second wife alerted deputies last month after finding out her estranged husband of five years had apparently married again. The problem was she and Rembert 43 were never divorced. Deputy started looking into claim, the claims and realized that it wasn't the first time Rembert had started a new marriage without legally ending the fr- previous one. Oh. He, ma- he married three times in Orange County during the past 15 years. Oh, so he was like, let's move on. In March 2006, he married Evandria Marche Brian Rembert. The record state about five years later, uh, he married Francis Rembert. Nearly five years after that record show, he married Takesha Stevens uh deputy said there's no record of rember ever divorcing either of the first two women right because you have five that's that that's like legal documentation apparently i guess um so his former divorce was just walking away so we divorced now because you decided to walk away from the marriage he uh walked the opposite way around the broomstick and jumped over it backwards he kicked the broomstick francis rembert told deputies she and her husband split in april after she fell ill and was hospitalized for an unknown amount of time i guess he said uh not in sickness and health for me Mm-mm. just in health when she returned home rembert wasn't as friendly or caring towards her so she moved out not long after that she found out he started dating stevens uh who uh was known to their family and lived with them for years the 27 year old was treated as though she was their daughter Ooh, ouch married his own pretend daughter francis remember didn't say anything about the relationship until a friend pointed out that stevens had changed her name on facebook to mrs rembert oh. and deputies on wednesday arrested rembert uh who has been a registered sex offender since 2000 oh three women fighting over this motherfucker oh. after being convicted by the u.s military on charges of sodomy and sex with a child under 16 years old happening with this article well, i'll say this he sounds like a keeper guess the race <laughs> of mr stephen rembert uh chat room <clears throat> hotel man who doesn't believe in the white man's divorce oh uncle ben he really likes that rice <laughs> takesia says black <laughs> thought that Tam- cam newton would have behaved professionally because it would solve white supremacy black oh it would have been fine if he stayed and answered all the questions at the press conference <laughs> black at least he had a job black black and black the correct answer is black oh he is very black three women three dog what is that life like right um all right next one good grief <laughs> three different women uh divorcing them for any reason if you can i mean if you're not gonna really get divorced and you can marry a motherfucker for you know because it's tuesday and shit like <laughs> i know them divorces was was, was petty as fuck uh, we're gonna officially divorce now i told you i like marlboros you know what it's over <laughs> <laughs> well then i have a question who deleted the game off the dvr you know what i'm getting married bye bitch you ah, ah, you 
have a question do the other women legally have a right to walk away now like or do they have to go through the divorce process uh yeah i wonder what does that mean for the second and third wives maybe they shit don't count i feel like that just should not count right i just feel like all those years i feel like the divorce papers is already there as far as i'm concerned yeah um a gun was pulled at a mcdonald's drive-thru oh shit yep and it was caught on cell phone video caught on camera a young man pulling a gun in a mcdonald's drive-thru in murray Oh, and shit. police need your help tracking down this guy. It happened at about 2.30 Sunday morning. Fox 13's Matt McDonald spoke with an employee who was there. And Matt is at the McDonald's at 4500 South 300 West right now. Matt. Hey, Bob, that video is pretty dramatic. You can see in it there's a car that came out of that drive-thru right there. The driver stopped almost at the road, got back out, pulled a gun, and went back up to the window. I talked to a single mom who was working inside at the time. She said the whole thing scared her so bad, she considered never going back to work. Once they got the gun. Michelle Spikes is inside McDonald's facing this man with a gun. That guy right there is the one that thought I'm getting worse. Got in a gray sweatshirt. Rewind the video and you see what starts as an argument over an order at the window. Go inside, go inside, bro. Michela is one of several people pleading with her coworker to stay inside, hoping to de-escalate the fight. That's Michela leaning out the drive-up window, trying to get a look at the license plate number. Seconds later, the driver pulls out a gun. Michela watches the video with us for the first time. Right there, he looks like he's actually serious about this. Something. Murray police are working to identify all of the men in the white Subaru Outback. They did get the license plate number and this video shot by someone in the next car in the drive-thru. After dropping his gun, the driver picks it up and speeds away. No shots are fired, but wounds are still left behind. Makes me think if he was going to shoot one person, how, how do we know he wasn't going to jump through and do the rest. I have a 15-month-old son I gotta think about. Murray police told me today that they got that video earlier today. They already had the license plate number. However, no arrests have been made. If you recognize any of the men in that video, you're asked to give them a call. In Murray, Matt McDonald, Fox 13 News, Utah. Boy, a frightening story. Matt, thank you. Mm, you bolder than me ain't no goddamn filet of fish sandwich or big mac that fucking important to record with shit that's why you got to have the ketchup okay ah! <laughs> you ain't got no no hot mustard what you mean anime you no more your <laughs> ice cream machine broke that's why y'all better stop charging 22 cent per hot mustard because motherfuckers can't control themselves mm, right they better not put robots in that drive-thru that's what's gonna happen <laughs> that, that's exactly what's gonna happen motherfucker gonna turn the short circuit turn eyes gonna turn red and everything <laughs> yeah bitch gonna crash through that wall mcdonald's and it was not it was caught on video world star black says la femme hajita camera phone recording upright gun held sideways <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ask for hot sauce in their bag swag black oh. a bundy supporter they are taking away our right to dollar menu white Sub- ah. subaru outback white only white dudes banging out in subaru <laughs> outback <laughs> oh janelle's in here 
they said white subaru not white sub- suburban or escalate oh phase white waiting for the mcrib to come back black <laughs> <laughs> i'm not the mcrib <laughs> they went ordered they was like uh sir uh, uh we're not doing that promotion right now what do you mean you're not doing this promotion hey that is a true stereotype as someone who worked at um mcdonald's black people way too excited about that fucking mcrib man <laughs> i don't know what it is it's like they get a mcgrib text alert or some shit <laughs> they do the mcgrib back i'm like that shit isn't e- we didn't even put the sign up yet <laughs> we can smell it <laughs> they said white subaru not white suburban or escalate oh phase white waiting for the mcgrib to come back black white white face down don't move or you're dead black thought beyonce's formation video was anti-cop white tough one but that subaru has me leaning towards one who wishes black folks would just be like mlk oh <laughs> what you mean you're out of mcgriddle's black <laughs> well this was a very divisive one everybody went black or white but uh many of you missed it because it was black oh wait i mean you missed it because it was white right white dudes whoever caught that super out back y'all 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 the real mvp y'all was on it some of y'all got it right so good job (laughs) i don't know i guess i don't know the stereotype black folks don't drive subarus (laughs) yeah that's just super wild to me to be like i want my motherfucking fries hot you know <laughs> what you mean i can't order i'm my ready sandwich to... for 99 cent i got to do the four four for four for that i'll do another bid i'll go to prison like for mcdonald's though right for mcdonald's everybody else gonna be like why what are you in here for us right dog you in here for in here for non-real beef come on right i'm in here because i had beef with somebody ah! it was a quarter pound of beef but it was still beef um, on a sesame scene bun <laughs> emotions ran high friday as a woman was sentenced to five years in prison stabbing a teen with scissors oh shit i don't know why i don't know why this is true but it's true why is stabbing somebody with scissors so much more fucked up than stabbing them with a knife because of the, i don't i don't it is though right yeah <laughs> like if you told me i stabbed a motherfucker i'd be like well sometimes you gotta stab a motherfucker but if you say i stabbed a motherfucker with a scissors i'll be like god damn what happened was right. this, did you walk in and they were <laughs> raping your dog like right. why'd you because what? i think scissors in my mind takes more effort not trying to be funny it takes more effort i mean because all the shit is sharp but right. it just takes more effort in my mind they just seem, with a knife they seem like they would hurt more right right Maybe, seem, i don't i don't know like it's not like they say it's safety scissors you know what i mean it's just right. scissors, but it's, ain't like they kids scissors with the green handles you know scissors fuck you up all the time this is people almost cut their fingers off with scissors like i don't know it's just something about hearing scissors instead of a knife that just makes me go you know oh. the woman's family showed up to voice their support the victim also spoke don't make it like she did everything the woman's stepfather told superior court judge pete warshaw in mercy mercer county superior court friday taylor green 23 years old was sentenced to five years in prison for aggravated assault for a september crime prosecutors say green and the victim who was a teenage girl and was 17 years old at the time lived across the street from each other police have said that green was dating the father of the 17 year old girl but that the two broke up before the fight okay now how old was he because he old enough to have a 17 year old daughter and be dating the 23 year old across the street 
police yes, said how, how old is this gotta be in at least i'm gonna say maybe 30 maybe 17 year old daughter he had a baby when he was 13 possibly all right police because if not you're in your 40s i'm saying police said green met the girl in the street and stabbed her in the chest with a pair of scissors before the girl's father disarmed green green then smashed out the windows to the man's house and walked away from the scene damn he must got that good good (laughs) god damn it because i'm trying i I know mm. she's gonna take in a red lobster right i mm -mm. i I don't want no dick that good i will deal with slightly below average dick hey wait what is this wait a minute oh that so you trying to say i got slightly below average dick okay no, i see no, no I, I can make no, the math i can no. see the math in my head okay you won't be smashing no windows over here i see you dog i see right i'm not smashing no windows i won't be going to red lobster i i get it now i get it this, <laughs> i this won't makes be sense. smashing no windows this makes sense you've been taking me to to long john silvers for my whole life and now i know why this guy stepped my game up you see? 2016 i'm going to red lobster y'all <laughs> <laughs> i did not mean it like that i don't want to deal with dick to make me go crazy that's what i'm saying i know i hear you i hear you buddy uh the the problem with this uh is that i would never know unless i tried to leave so i'm just not gonna find out <laughs> i'm not gonna risk it on the offhand that i do got some good dick i'm not trying to die to find out it's not worth it that's i'm, I'm just gonna call you at work and be like i'm leaving and see if you come home and try to kill me then i know <laughs> <And I, laughs> work will be officially over <laughs> me and my white bitch is leaving you and then it's just if i hear in the parking lot then i know <laughs> yeah you better, I'm, like, I'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding this is, like, you better not come outside with her i just want to know if i had good loving i'm sorry <laughs> fellas don't try that at home please don't at a hearing friday prosecutors brought up green's prior criminal history including another aggravated assault from 2009 the victim spoke in court saying that the argument started over a phone she was using that green wanted back <laughs> that was it ah! damn this, this is your young person people crime i tried i tried to stay away from her the victim said now i have permanent scars that i had to live with because of something so small and stupid okay now i'm not trying to blame the victim but you could have gave the phone back come on you know what i'm saying i mean you could have uh, I, I mean it's not nobody should stab anybody with scissors okay Mm-mm. but i mean don't playing with, people, people, with take, scissors. people take their phone serious yeah don't run with them and don't stab people with them mm-hmm. yeah uh they met in the street and it sure wasn't for coffee it was mutual said green's mother it sure wasn't for coffee it was mutual ah! Mm. Uh, <laughs> they they meant to kill each other y'all uh so yeah that um that's how that happened uh also she says uh green stepfather claimed the ex-boyfriend and father of the victim was to blame for dating a younger woman and giving her alcohol he added that green was also injured in the fight and was not solely at fault but <laughs> she's 23 she can have alcohol can't she yeah ain't age 21 how's that his fault for letting her get drunk i don't know i don't know so i don't know i feel like some people are trying to make some excuses this is their daughter (laughs) right and they don't want to just come out and say that's fucked up you know um the alcohol is what makes her fight told he told warsaw green doesn't need to go to prison she needs to go to rehab 
oh she on that manzel yeah in a teary statement before the courtroom friday green said she was remorseful about the fight but that she too was a victim i was hurt too and injured green's voice broke as she discussed the possibility of living away from her family for five years i'm far away from home this is my life here warshaw based the sentencing largely on green's past offenses saying he did not believe green was provoked i do believe that there's a true risk warshaw said whether green would offend again green will need to serve 85 percent of her sentence or just over four years before she's eligible for parole guess the race of taylor green chat room i wonder if horatio showed up and was like it looks like these women were scissor sisters it's so what that's not what i'm gonna do I guess you didn't make the cut. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Now let's go to the chat room for these answers. (laughs) We'll not be enjoying the MC Shamrock that, the McShamrock that's coming. Oh, wait, that was for the last one. Use her scrapbooking scissors to document her revenge white oh wait no that was muses of a sheep says will not be enjoying the mcshamrock this coming month white oh they had scissors not clippers white forgetting to season the chicken white one who had lice before white one who finds it acceptable to walk around the gym locker room but uh, butt naked barefoot <laughs> white carries mayo in her bag <laughs> oh not i got me. that mayo in my bag right like, uh the parents didn't blame the girl white the correct answer is and so many of you got it wrong she was black a lot of booze for you guys that was terrible cannot believe you thought she was white uh you knew she should have known she was black when she got federal time she got served 85 percent, even though everybody vouched for her like white people they would listen they'd be like you know what johnny's a good kid we don't need to investigate this domestic violence oh what about the claps no claps nobody did anybody say black let me see anybody say trying black? to see i don't know if anybody oh, said black. you know what you right everybody yeah. said white my bad I, y'all are I'm horrible sorry. racist i thought one person got it right my bad yes yeah, no. so it's, it's all booze for everybody you guys then. are terrible terrible people everybody got that wrong you should be ashamed of yourselves i thought one of you would go against the grain all right let's wrap this bad boy up um no bonus round today let's just go straight into uh sword ratchetness let's do uh, it because uh, it's almost time to watch the flash Today's sword ratchetness comes from the bell the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. A Belgrade man is accused of pulling a sword on a neighbor. Oh shit. A Belgrade man was charged with a felony after a neighbor reportedly uh, reported that he pulled a two foot long sword during an argument last week. Philip Eugene Harris Jr., fifty seven, was charged with felony assault with a weapon. His appearance on Gallatin County Justice Court for a bail hearing was rescheduled until Tuesday, pending a medical evaluation. 
on friday at about 12 15 p.m a man reported to belgrade police that his neighbor uh had confronted him earlier that morning the neighbor said harris had pointed a very big knife at him while accusing the neighbor of stealing his property a belgrade detective interviewed the neighbor who said he talks to harris almost daily but is not usually scared of him around 6 30 a.m the neighbor said he wanted he went to warm up his vehicle when he went back to his apartment harris was standing in the hallway connecting their apartments when the neighbor again came out of his apartment to go to work he said harris confronted him with a knife harris spoke with detectives admitting that he had a sword in his hand when he asked the neighbor about his stolen property oh so elon james white did it hmm? <laughs> i just want to ask you a question uh sir i'm just trying to contract work on here i just want to know when it's gonna be done oh, right is Shing. it gonna be done soon sir can you put your bow and arrow in your sword away why are you shopping it this, Shing. Is Shing. this, uh, this isn't a uh, robin hood you about to rob the rich and give some money back you know i'm not the sheriff of nottingham i know you've been working on this too long uh harris said he had the sword with him to use an advantage while questioning the neighbors in hopes to get honest answers look you got a sword in your hand the answer is what you want it to be come on now you steal my shit i don't know have a look <laughs> look around mm-hmm. you robbing me at this point the black japanese sword was approximately two feet long oh uh, why you gotta bring up the race of the sword huh you ain't want to bring up the race of the man he's white by the way mm-hmm. i see y'all belgrade uh bozeman daily chronicle racist sword reporting <laughs> anyway we'll be back tomorrow hopefully less agitated with less racism going on ah who are we kidding you know that more racism will be happening stop being silly guys of course we'll be back tomorrow uh with more show uh and tomorrow our guest should be the ladies from let's get greedy nikki and danielle that should be so show up at 5 30 be on time because we're gonna be on time we sure are and we're gonna definitely be talking about food and fun and all that kind of stuff yes so until then till tomorrow i love you i love you too